everybody what's up i guess i'm just talking to brandon at the moment (laughs) yeah so all of you guys out there in podcast land how's it going hopefully your uh spring is doing well that's there's no more fucking snow we're 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 recording this in uh the middle of the snowpocalypse of february we just got like eight yeah lars ulrich effing inches yesterday yes i don't think he's eight inches that'd be crazy that would be crazy well way to go there that went off the rails really fast yeah um Lots of snow here right now. It sucks. I'm cold and it's terrible. Yeah. Um, hopefully by now, being this is late April, we're done with this crap and we can play baseball and have fun and do great things. I hope so. So we are the Notes My Goats podcast. Uh, I am Steve. I am Brandon. And on a daily basis, routinely weekly, sometimes bi-weekly, yeah. sometimes tri-weekly, we will try anything at least once. Probably. <laughs> Yeah. We have put out a podcast that basically just breaks down a musical artist or genre of music or albums or basically just some Tom <laughs> that we try to get out there. Sure. We give you kind of our highs and lows, a little bit of deep on their cuts, and then some, you know, bringing back some of the, some of the stuff from yesterday of our youth. Yeah. And then even beyond that, and then all over the place, sometimes we have guests, sometimes we don't. Yeah. But today, we went back in the Wayback Machine a little bit. Uh, Brandon... Yeah. What are we talking about today? We are talking about the 2001 release of Toxicity from System of a Down. Yeah, we went metal. We did. All right. First time. First, yeah. This is the first time we went like hard rock. Absolutely. So, System of a Down. Yeah, man. All right, Brandon. So, I'm going to yep. I'm going to ask before I go into my spiel sure. of going you kind of using background and history. Yeah, sir. It's 20 years ago. Yeah. Wow, it was 20 years ago. That's crazy. Man, I'm old. Uh, Same. So what is System of a Down? How how do you remember System of a Down? Let's go with that route. Not a whole lot. Um, they, were were they, that, in, were they, they weren't really in your listening like, repertoire? Uh, no. Okay. No. Um, I was 11 when this came out. And I just, I, you know, guys, I just always like doing that, telling my age and making Steve feel old. So that's, oh, my God. Yeah. But no, this was kind of the the band that like the people that I didn't hang out with okay. would listen to. Yeah. Where I would avoid I would avoid the people that listened to this music. They were scary. They were scary and they made me cry. Just kidding. It's funny. Not really. I mean, not no, not really. But I I, I understand. Yeah. I, I think you're right. I think there are in this time, because this was two thousand and one. In the early 2000s, you definitely did have maybe two or three different genres of people, like groups of people that were kind of musically based. And I think we've, in high school and, and middle school, yeah, you kind of did fall in a different group, which is where I was kind of the oddball because I kind of fell in all the groups and I hung out with about everybody just yeah. because I am that guy. So, no, I understand that completely. That's that's a that's a pretty good uh, way to say it. But you're, you're familiar, at least. I'm familiar you with... You knew the album. Like, if you saw the, the album cover, you were like, yep. Yeah. You know oh, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Because everyone's like, "Oh man, it looks like the Hollywood sign." Yeah. And you know, this is kind of their, their big breakout one. Like this right. is this is what got them. I mean, they had the self title before this, and they had another album before that. But it's this is kind of the the big one for yeah. them to get them kind of kicked off. Which is kind of funny how the, how it timed out and some other things. And we'll get into that here in a minute. So, System of a Down is 
they're classified as American heavy metal. I would actually classify them more as like a new metal alternative band. Musically, they are probably closer to a metal band um, or heavy heavy metal hard rock band. Yeah. But lyrically, they're not. They're not as they they dabble. So okay, they get there. Yeah. So the band is a four person band. You got Serge. Uh, I'm gonna try their last names, guys. I'm gonna screw these up. Takian. He's a lead singer. Uh, Darren Malakian, guitar player. Shavo, and he is just Shavo to me because I cannot say his last name, is the bass player. And John Domayan is a drummer. Uh, he came in just after their first the self-titled album and has been with them ever since. Uh, they do they have done some stuff recently, so he has been with them for quite a while now. Mm-hmm. Um, they have five studio albums, and as I usually do, ask Brandon, total albums sold, where do you put them at? Where do you think? I mean, the thing is, is like music like this is not necessarily it's it's, it's a it, niche it's a niche and it's an acquired taste yeah kind of a thing but uh maybe like 1.2 mil oh dude all, all time all five sure okay 40 oh okay 40 million oh, okay man you just under undersell I just, them constantly i How, do i mean and, and it, i'm just think price about, is right in it man yeah you don't want to go over a dollar dollar they got one they definitely got one yeah uh and they did get one because i bought this album there you go um this is probably their of, of their five this is the most popular it's it's like in the middle of the range of critically acclaimed, like how critics took it. Yeah. But it is it is probably one of their most popular because it did get them out there, and then they did follow these up with a bunch of tours. So they're classified again as adult, an alternative heavy metal band. They mix in heavy guitar with uh, melodic vocal tracks uh, frequently. The band's lyrics get a little bit out there, but they they go through drug abuse, politics, suicide, and a litany of social issues that are affecting society both worldwide and in our country in America as well. Uh, they kind of put themselves on the map for being that protesty type band. I did bring these guys up and we talked about American Idiot yep. and how that was a weak protest album. And I was like, there's so many bands that have done it so much better with so much more punch that and System of a Down is one of them. Um, there are a couple of tracks on this album where they they definitely hit that punch pretty hard. Uh, Toxicity, again, released September 4th, 2001. 14 tracks, 44 minutes. Not a bad length. Moves really fast. It does. They had three singles. Chop Suey, which was nominated for a Grammy. They they lost to Tool, to the band Tool. Okay. Uh, Toxicity and Aerials were the three singles. This one did sell 12 million, over 12 million albums. So of the 40 million, this one sold over over a quarter of them. Yeah. So this is probably their their highest one. Yeah. It did peak at number one on the Billboard Top 200. So it did get to number one in sales at one point. And then in the 2000s, so Billboard does like their decade ranking as well. Yeah. Uh, where do you think this one came in in the, the top 200 for this album for the 2000s? So that goes from 2000, 2000 to 2009. 2009. Uh, 200. I'm going to say like... I'm going to say it's in the top 100. I'm going to say probably somewhere in the 80s. No, it is. It's actually out of the top 100, but you did Price is Right again. Yeah. Lowest without going over. 123. Okay. So 123 out of 200. Still not a bad thing for for a 10-year span. Right. And this one came out in 2001. Right. So right. So early. Yeah. And it still was up there in, you know, in the top, in the, in the top three quarters. Right. um, That's great. Top 75%. That's, that's not bad. Good job for them. One of the things I found interesting about this album is... So we keep saying September 4th, 2001. Yeah. Now for possibly our younger audience, they may not remember what happened a week later. Right. Uh, On 9-11, 2001. This album was put out by four dudes 
with Armenian American descent. They definitely don't look like normal white people. And they were yelling at the government. Yeah. So you've got people, even though they're born in the U.S., they are actually all from uh, California or the West Coast area. They don't look like normal Americans. And they're angry with America. And this album still sold 12 million copies. That's a hard sell a week before 9-11, guys. If you didn't know this, Shavo, Darren, and Serge were all brought in and questioned by Homeland Security. Really? Mm-hmm. They actually were They were detained briefly. Wow. They were brought in by, well, I don't think it was Homeland Security at the time. Right. It was FBI or CIA because I don't think yeah. Homeland Security came out until after, after 9-11. So. Yeah, right, yeah. But um, there were three major incidents involving the promoting, promoting and touring of this album. There were two actual riots during uh, two different stops in their tour. Uh, when the album was originally originally released, they were doing some free concerts, just the band, okay. uh, just to promote it because it's it was their second sure. album. They wanted to promote it, so they, they were doing just some free shows. Yeah. Plus, these guys are always about like they they don't want to make a whole lot of money. They're not about money. It's not not at all. They're really more about influence. Yeah. Um. There was two riots because police shut down the shows because they were overcrowded. So instead of the the whoever was doing the venue or wherever it was at, cutting off people and not letting people in, they just let everybody in. And they were overcrowded, so the police came in and shut them down, which caused some pretty big issues. Yeah. Uh, the third incident is a local incident. Really? Local to Grand Rapids. Oh, boy. So I'm going to read a quick paragraph about what happened here. All and right. talk about it for a second. Buckle up. Buckle. Boys I'm going to be nice yeah. at this point. So System of a Down embarked on a tour in the United States and Mexico with Slipknot. It's an awesome tour. During their concert at Grand Rapids, Michigan's Van Andel Arena in October of 2001, Chavo was harassed, ethnically insulted, and physically beaten by security guards when he attempted to enter the backstage area. After the attack, he received medical help from arena personnel and the police and the security guards were taken to jail. And they did the show. These were... Van Andel security guards, or yeah, the, no, no, or, they, or they, the, they were Grand. It was a Grand Rapids based company. Grand, yeah, 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 yeah. The I company. will say that I could say the company's name. I almost worked for them. I did not work for them, but they are wow. they are still currently the security guards at the Van Andel. That same acronym of uh, companies. I don't want to get sued, so I'm not saying who they are. Right. But the same company that works the Van Andel now works. People were employed for this company, who wow assaulted the bass player of a nationally well-known band so much so this story was on every local new uh, definitely every local news source but it made it to cnn it was on fox it was on every single news source across the country and probably in the globe because uh and it was october of 2001 so emotions were still emotions were high right you get a guy who doesn't look like you he's trying to get backstage Yep. And you did some really stupid things. Not the things Grand Rapids wants to be on the map for. Nope. But and I'm kind of glad. I'm kind of glad. Well, I was a senior in high school during this time. Okay. I was at this show. Wow. I didn't know. So was this, pr- this was prior to the show that he got? Yeah. It was oh, in the okay. afternoon. Oh. So he was just like, he was back. He was coming back. But yeah. he got, yeah. So they got here, the soundtracks, whatever. Sure. I don't know exactly what time frame it happened, but it was prior to the show. 
pre-show. So like went to a local restaurant, got probably walking around downtown, just trying to figure out what's going on. Yeah, heck yeah. I mean, I mean, Grand Rapids is a nice city. And then early two thousands, it was on the come up. Yeah, it was it was still cleaning itself together. It's a lot. It was a lot dirtier than what it is now. I mean, obviously, yeah. there's But they've they've done a lot of things to clean things up. I think in the city center, like the the catwalk over top of uh, oh Fulton that, was that still there. Connects, that yeah, connected yeah, yeah. like the that connected everything around like from the yeah. police station to like around to like where Sanchez is at. That yeah. probably was still there. Yeah. Oh, uh, they hadn't taken that out yet. I don't think, but it might have been out by then. But it was it was still they were they were rebuilding. Yeah. And. Yeah, so this guy who is Armenian American, he and I will say American, he was still an American citizen. He's born here. Was yeah, there was there was some shit, and I'm I'm actually surprised. This reading this and doing my research was the first time I actually heard about this. Oh wow! And being 17 yeah. uh, years old at the time, going to this show because I liked both of these bands, dumbfounded. But I will tell you, I've seen I've seen System of a Down Alive three times. I've worked their show twice. Okay. And I always thought it was very interesting that this huge band never wanted to play the big arena again. That makes sense. They Every time they come back here, they either would play the Orbit Room, which is very small for a normal it band their size, a couple anymore. thousand people. Does It exists. It's not there it's anymore. you don't want to go there. No, it's dirty. Or like Intersection? Oh, no. Well, no. Intersection never went there, but Deltaplex. Oh, okay. So I saw Deltaplex twice. Halfway in between mm-hmm. Orbit Room and Van Andel. More Van Andel. More Van Andel. Deltaplex is like it's, it's six, six, seven thousand. Yeah. So it was like midsize. Like a, guys, if you don't know what that is, that's like, um, our, that's where like kind of like our minor league basketball team. Yeah, plays. and they do a lot of the conven- do. Like a big convention center. Convention Deltaplex center. Arena in Grand Rapids yeah. is a it's a it's a midsize venue. You're probably looking at anywhere from five to eight thousand. Yeah, the Van and Andel, and it's just on the outskirts of Grand Rapids. Of, the Gra- of Grand Rapids, just uh, of the downtown. The, the downtown portion of it, yeah. The Van Andel Arena is our big arena in Grand Rapids. Uh, I think anywhere from thirteen to twenty thousand. Yeah, we have the minor league affiliate to the Detroit Red Wings. Yeah, housed there. Yep. So, um, so one of them. But yeah, that's that's where that's right. at. So, you guys that aren't from Michigan in the Grand Rapids area, I just take advantage that a lot of you guys are friends, are friends, or family, or or people that we know. Right. But I know some of you guys are not from around here. Hopefully, hopefully we got to China by now. I don't I think mean, so yet. I mean, I don't know. Probably, uh, not. probably not. Still haven't got past the censors. Yeah. But we're on our way. Um, Maybe. But yeah, so this was a, just an interesting story. And I, I looked for the people involved because their names are in the news. They're in the stories and you can find them. Yeah. I did find some stuff, but I couldn't verify or and or talk to those people, so I didn't want to bring up names or anything like that. Because sure. again, don't want to get sued. Right. Uh, but if you guys know who was involved in this, and you or you know somebody was there or has more information about that, I would love to talk to you. Putting mm. that out there. So if you guys, Steve would love to talk. Yes. To you. No. 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 I seriously. will go cower in the corner. Yeah. No. I. <laughs> If, even if you were just were aware of it, or you were in the area, you sure. kind of have more information about it. There's probably some non-disclosure stuff you can't get out there. But I would love just to have a con, just a conversation. I think it'd be fun. Yeah. Uh, personally, I guess that was kind of my thing there. I thought that yeah. was very interesting. It so is that's super my interesting. Thing. I don't normally get to find like Grand Rapids specific history on a band, especially a big band like this, and that didn't paint us in a great light. That was a lot deeper than I thought I was going to go in this one. That was, so, that's but all right. it kind of works out. I mean, yeah. There's, so again, there are 14 tracks. Um, I did come up with with all three categories here for guys. If this is your first listen, uh, welcome. Thank you. Hopefully, you're stuck with us this far. Uh, we do a favorite, a least favorite, and a deep cut um, on each track, on each each album, to try to give you kind of a good way to listen to it. If you don't listen to the whole thing, at least check out these 
sometimes possibly six tracks if we don't pick the same ones. Right. And it's, it kind of gives you a good view of the album itself. So, yeah. And guys, I'll just tell you right now, if you enjoy kind of what you hear, reach out to us. And if you want to be a guest on the pod, we would love to have you on the pod. Yeah, if you have, if you have, we'll, we'll listen to every kind of music if it goes to like, we, we even have joked before Norwegian goat metal. Yeah. On well, it. Let's yeah, go. Let's do it. It may not make it the normal weekly, but we'll, we'll yeah, hang out we'll, with you. We'll, we'll do that. And once. we're going to have a third mic here very shortly. So we'll sit six feet apart and you guys can come hang out. There you go. All right. So, Steve, you want to get into this thing a little bit? Let's get into it. Sure. Um, let's start with favorites. You go first. All right. Uh, we'll go with Chop Suey. Okay. That's that's what it is. Uh, this was the song that obviously I knew. Yeah, it was the biggest the biggest track on this album. Yeah, for sure. Musically, you know, I can always appreciate when a band can go super hard, mm-hmm. but then all of a sudden just like turn it off and stop. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, for sure. And then switch tempos. It's like there's a craft to that, mm-hmm. especially when there's when there's more than one person. You have to be on the same page, completely knowing insane. exactly like okay, on one. You're not gonna strum that chord. You're gonna break off. Like we're all just gonna like that takes a lot of practice and time. And so the fact that they did familiarity, yeah. And the fact that they did that throughout this track is like holy smokes. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, for me, I could be leading worship at church, and we have to do it once, and I forget. Yeah. You know, it's like goodness, and they had to do it. I don't know. Nightly, nightly, but I mean, over time, you know, you you know how to. Oh yeah, it do it. Becomes but like a those first couple thing. times, you're just like shit. Like, oh, and I'm I'm sure they probably had those. No, moments. I'm sure, but, but no, that's a good one. Yeah, so that was my that was my favorite. Sure. Yeah. What about you? I went with Ariel's. Okay. So it was the oddball of the album. I call it the oddball of an album of odd songs. Yeah. Um, the music and the production are similar. But this one doesn't have the hard charging delivery of other tracks. It's it's a it's a track where Surge, the lead singer, sings most of the track. It's melodic. It's very melody based instead of like rapping, screaming, growling. It doesn't really have that. It still hits really hard um, emotionally and whatnot. You can kind of hear what's going on. But it shows that the band isn't a one trick pony. They can do more. So it's they're not just metal. They're not just you know rock. They're not just rap. Right. Um. They they really have no significant lane to stay in. If you had to pick one like which is probably why I picked this as my favorite, if they went like one low key that could originally be like an acoustic set song, it'd be this one. Okay. This would be kind of the the like they strip it down yeah. track. And they kind of did already from like their normal style. The drums on this one aren't as hard, the guitars really aren't there. The bass is there, but it's not as hard pounding as as the other track is. They really dialed back for this one and just kind of let Serge do his thing with the vocals. So yeah, I I liked that one just because it's it's the odd track. Okay. So what was your least favorite? Uh, let's do Dark Horses. Oh, do Dark Horses. Let's okay. do Dark Horses. Ah, uh, okay. <laughs> I think I know where it's going. Uh, okay. So my Dark Horse was Deer Dance. Okay. I I like the drive mm-hmm. that they had mm-hmm. um, with the music, uh, the rhythm of the song, how it mixed with the lyrics. It really, it really complemented each other. Mm-hmm. Um, it really, really well. So, um, yeah, that was my deep cut. <laughs> That's yeah. <laughs> I know you're going for your least. It's okay now. All right. So my my deep cut was Prison Song. Okay. I gave myself shit in my notes because it's the first it's the first track in the album, guys. Of course it is. Very first track of the album, and I'm I'm pulling out. There's my deep cut. And the reason I'm doing that is because if you don't, if you just listen to the first track and you don't actually pay attention to what's going on. This is probably the most political song on the album. 
it's it sets up the album and the band beautifully to know kind of what you're getting yourself into from the start. It's hard charging, punches you right in the face, and political as all get up. It is really about two different things. The in a three and a half minute long song, they blast the prison system, United States of America, which is a complete joke. Even with, now, even it's worse now. Yeah, with with the with the advent uh, the advent of uh, privately for profit owned prisons that we keep building as a society. Yeah, to fill this song just basically breaks that out. Is that you're just you're just trying to fund private corporations and governments with these prisons. You're putting people in jail for minimal things, and the reason for their concept of the song is it's the drug problem. In the early in the late '90s, early 2000s, um, mandatory minimum sentences for marijuana w- were ridiculous. Right. I mean, a lot of states. Shit in Indiana, it you was can like get between like five and ten, right? In Indiana, you can get life. In Indiana, you can get. You, I think you actually still can get life for in prison weed? for weed. And there are Yikes. states now. Michigan's one of them, where if you got you got sentenced and and you were you're serving time for a marijuana drug offense. You're still in fucking prison. It's legal, guys. It's right. legal. Like it is legal now to smoke a joint on your. You go to the store and buy one. Not all the stores, but a lot of them. Right. Not all of them are recreational yet, but they're there. It's legal, and yeah. their people are still in prison for it. Right. And we're still hitting them with money and making them pay for some shit that should never have been a fucking. Oh, it shouldn't have been a crime in the first place. Drug crimes are stupid unless you're selling it. Okay, marijuana drug crimes are stupid. I can get behind some of the stuff with heroin and cocaine and crack and meth because those those ones are bad. But weed, I don't partake just because I'm kind of a moron already. And uh, <laughs> I mean, I probably will at some point, whatever, I don't care. Uh, but funny. it's so ridiculous to have people still in prison for this, for this what could be a medicine. For a lot of people, it is a medicine. Yeah. More on that. If you have, if you're interested in in this this type of conversation, there's a book called Reefer Madness. It is sex, drugs, and uh, the labor, like uh, migrant industry, of kind of the economy of those things and how those things work. It's by Eric Schlosser. If you guys, Eric Schlosser also wrote Fast Food Nation. Okay. So if you ever read or know what Fast Food Nation is, if you haven't read that one and you still eat McDonald's or Taco Bell and you want to keep eating those, don't read that book. Uh-huh. If you don't want to eat those anymore, read that book. Sure. It'll it'll change your life. Right. But Reefer Madness is the same way. He breaks down the economy of of why the drugs uh, and, and minimum sentences and things like that and why they're still prevalent. This was written in 2003 mm-hmm. and it still works for now. Like the government's pushing these things. So I did Prison Song. Okay. I it's it's my my rail against the government fight back thing. Yeah. So, so what's your least favorite, Steve? X. Multiply. Okay. So I picked one. I like I like most of the music on this album. It's fast paced, but this is the simplest song lyrically on the album. It's like I think it's literally like four sentences that he just repeats constantly. The song I mean, yeah. the song still kicks ass and it still goes and it, it's a good filler. It kind of ramps you back up because it's right in the middle of the album. So it ramps you back up for the back half. But there's no, there's nothing to it. Yeah. I mean, if you look at substance wise, and I listened to it a couple of times, and then I actually looked up the lyrics as I thought this, and I was just like, okay, it really sounds like he's saying the three, the same three sentences, like just over and over and over again. Kind of like a Luke Bryan song. Oh, yeah. But at least this one kicks some ass. <laughs> that one just takes it in the ass. 
Wow. I went there. No, I went there. Sorry. Yikes. Sorry, Luke. Um, no, you're not. I'm not. Really not. No. Um, <laughs> at least I didn't mess with the kids this time. Yeah. Go with Greta. Right. This one could have been straight up just a musical track and just a just a intermission type thing. We let Serge sure. take a take a few minutes off, rest his voice up, and just let the band just kick some ass and play. Sure. I'd have been cool with that. But it, it just is a yeah, whatever. You're Good. gonna go with Ariels, I know you are. Huh? You're going with Ariels. No, the whole rest of the album. Oh yeah, Dick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, guy, I no. Uh uh. Mm-mm. No. Just not my cup of tea. This made Brandon's ears bleed. It did. You know, I I tried to pick a least, but it was really all of them. Mm-hmm. In my opinion, for my opinion, it's fair. So I picked. I tried to pick a, 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 you know, my favorite and a deep cut, just so that way I had those. Those, but yeah, no. Just the rest of the album was just kind of meh to me. Uh, the genre, it's just not my jam. In all honesty, it's okay. Um, I mean, I'll find it, some other ones that you might like. Sure. I mean, it was fine, but like I would never like seek this album out. Okay. Like I would never be like, oh, I'm going to listen to System of a Down. But I did for the podcast, you know, so and I also reviewed this album more from the the musical instrumental side mm-hmm. because vocally I just was over it. You're not alone. Serge Serge does have a very distinct vocal pattern and how he sings and raps yeah. and does his thing and it yeah. does rub people the wrong way. That I mean I did look at some other critic vibes of it and some people just said it was absolutely unlistenable, but the mu- musically they could appreciate it. Uh, but they just didn't like his voice. Right, and that's kind of where I was, too. It's like, these guys are amazing, like, artists musicians. and musicians. Like, yeah. I just, I couldn't wrap my head around. I would rather just listen to a hard rock instrumental album. Yeah. You know what I mean? I could see it. Yeah, so that's kind of where, that's, but yeah. For sure. So, you want to go into your final thoughts on it? Is that kind of That's final pretty thoughts? much where my final thoughts, okay. it all just kind of stemmed together. Vocals were just not my thing. Yeah, this was this wasn't an album that I picked in high school, and it's not one that I would necessarily pick now. So yeah, I kind of feel like you have to you had to have like you had to have kind of been in this in this genre of music yeah. young to appreciate it as you get older because your your eardrums do change, your ears change. You get you get to that point where you can't take the high decibel music anymore and the high decibel sounds. Yeah. So if you don't if you didn't appreciate it younger when you're like still soft clay and you're not kind of moldable. Yeah. Uh, you probably won't appreciate it as much when you're older. Uh, yeah. I think that's it's similar to a lot of artists that we that we find here is that us old guys, I'm going to loop you in to Dude. the old guys thing. I mean, I'm past the age of 30 now. There you so go. Yeah. A lot so of, us old a lot guys. Of, a lot of high schoolers now think I'm old. So. Well, they'd be right. Yeah. They don't, we don't, we don't change. I mean, we know we, we pick up some new stuff here and there, but it's, it's kind of still in our lane. BTS. Um, yeah. BT, <laughs> BTS is, is <laughs> oh in your lane. God. I mean, it, it's, I, I live uh, my life and try to live my life. And how I lived my life back in sure. high school was I didn't because I went to so many shows. I did so yeah. much live music. Well, even as a as a security guard, yeah. too, you saw exactly. A plethora I, of I had things. so much, and it was my job. So like, I would go to tax maxes, and you'd hear mariachi music. Some people it really grates on them. Some I've I've seen some pretty good music though, and but I've been to all of those. I've done. I mean, I've polkas i've done those too nice and I, but i've been everywhere and seen everything sure. i can't stand the hard screaming thrash metal okay like i just don't get that and it doesn't yeah. it, it, it doesn't provide you any joy no i like you got a marie condo that shit yeah kind of but i mean really it is <laughs> i the same thing with with your thoughts and system of a down sure with that music i love drums and bass and the percussion side of things and yeah. and that's hardcore. Even this album was like 
it spoke to me because I was just like, oh, the drums, let's go with the drums. Yeah. Uh, even when I try to mix, when I mix music at church, I try to like make our little, it'd be church band that's like, you know, angelic singers like- trying to sing like Hillsong sound more like this and like hard charging and make it gritty. Yeah. And our bass players and our drummers love me for it. Everybody else kind of hates me. They just give me, they just make me do what I want. It's kind of what you do. Yeah. It's okay. That's I'm true. okay with it. Yeah. So with this one, for me, the album kicks a lot of ass. It just does. It reminds me of a time when I was angry as an angry teenager. I hated what society told me what was right and what was supposed to be the normal. And I questioned everything. It's music and artists system down that shaped my world to ask why we were doing something a certain way. So things like Prison Song and BYOB that's on their albums, Bring Your Own Bombs, and how they talked about social issues within the government, Rage Against Machines, another one, like made me think a little bit more, which is why I love music like this, because it makes you actually ponder why would they do a song like that? What what are they doing here? What's their goal behind it? Right. And I've kind of taught that to my kids as much as I can, as much as it pisses me off from time to time to ask why asking a teacher why asking a pastor why asking a parent why why is this happening this way why are they doing this why is this the way it's supposed to be done or a doctor or a doctor why 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 does it make sense because as an adult i want my kids to learn it's okay to question and then do some research if it's the right way it's the right way but we're never going to evolve as a human as human beings I think we're devolving half the time. But we're never going to evolve as a, as, as a human society if we don't ask why. Yeah. Um, we haven't gotten this far without doing it, and we've regressed. A lot of our society has regressed from doing it, which is why I think we're we're somewhat devolving into just troll mentality, which just irks me. And I'm the biggest troll here. So um, <laughs> it's kind of funny. Yeah. But I'm, I'm going to end on this. The fact that a band of Armenian-Americans created an album that called out our government and society a week before 9-11 and we're still able to continue to make mainstream music yeah. is remarkable. Just that. That alone. The album for a person who liked this music in 2001 still holds up. I would say that for anyone who likes this from the down 20 years ago, they probably still appreciate them now. Okay. I went with an eight for me. Okay. I know you went lower and that's fine. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, I went with a five. Okay. Yeah, middle uh, of the road. Mid- middle of the road. Um, yeah, because I can respect it musically for the people who appreciate mm-hmm. this kind of music. It's just not for me, so I don't want to trash on it because it's, you know, it is what it is. Some stuff I might trash, but this one I won't because that's well, just how I am. There's you like there's the music good. side, yeah. So the music side, like you said, music side was great. There's there's a lot of bands that are like that. Music side's yeah. great. I mean, but Fabio or whatever his name is, Surge. Yeah, that guy, Surge. Oh man, now I want a Surge. The pop? Yeah. No. Oh, gut rot. But worth it. So much caffeine. I love it. I know. <laughs> when I was a kid. I know it. Anyway. That's been Toxicity by System of a Down. Yeah. Coming in at a 13 out of 20, which is the two of us. Not bad. That's over 50%. For, yeah, over 50%. 20 years ago, man. I, I think they'll take it. If you are familiar with the band and kind of some things are going on here, I will tell you to look them up a little bit. Uh, they are doing a lot of things in Armenia where their, uh, their parents and grandparents are from. Uh, there's some really big political things going on there. Uh, you can kind of support them by doing some donations for refugees from Armenia. Uh, there's there's some pretty rough shit going on in that neck of the country. It's over by kind of north of Iraq and Syria between like Turkey and like Greece and that part of the world. 
Yeah. Um, very small country, but there's some. If you if you look it up, it's it, it'll it'll grate on you a little bit. But if you are looking to help out, they have a charity that that helps people over there, and they do some things to help help within the refugee movements of that area. So that's why they haven't been putting music out. It's because they've been focusing all of their efforts on helping their home or their ancestral um, country. Sure. Uh, while still talking about this, I would have loved a System of a Down album with, during the uh, 45 era. I would have loved it. I think it would have been It would have been interesting. Amazing. Yeah. yeah, for sure. But so we didn't get that. And But they are talking about doing some new stuff. So we'll see what happens. See, yeah. what, see, what, see if it's the same. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah, we'll see. But so that has been this album. It's been this podcast for this week. We really appreciate you guys coming out. Before we head out for the for the day, uh, Brandon, we want to let the kids know where they can find us. Yeah, absolutely. You guys can find us on Instagram and Twitter at Notes Magoats Pod. You can find us on Facebook. Search the Notes Magoats Podcast. Uh, you can email us at the Notes Magoats Podcast at gmail Guys, you guys can find us anywhere you listen to podcasts. Uh, the three that we like to talk about are Apple, Spotify, and the iHeartRadio. Guys, follow us there on Apple. Give us a five-star rating. Write us a review. If you hear your review uh, on the show, email us, um, and we will send you some Sweet Notes McGoats merch. And like I said previously, guys, if you want to be a guest on the pod, just send us a message um, on Facebook, uh, the Notes McGoats facebook page there and we will connect we will figure out what you want to do uh we can do the old zoom zoom and uh we'll get it yeah. cranked out guys so like i said where you guys want to be where you are if you're in another country and you want to hang out with us you want to talk about a music music from your country or somebody from somebody from the u.s yeah maybe a favorite band um we're open about anything if it's a time issue we can make it work yeah we'll, we'll figure find, we'll out. find something out there so don't don't feel like you can't uh come and chat if you just want to chat with uh with two morons from uh good old Wayland, Michigan. We will uh we'll chat with you wherever you guys are at. So There you go, guys. So, so keep that in mind and we also will let you plug any of your stuff as long as it's family-ish friendly. Sure. All right, guys, so that has been this episode of the Notes and Goats podcast. As always, I am Brandon and I am Steve and we will see you guys next week. Bye, guys. Notes, goats. Notes, goats. Notes, goats.